Hello and welcome to our 10th episode of the Metal and High Heels podcast. It's kind of a little anniversary today. Yeah, our 10th episode. We want a cake from you. From me, <laughs> I can't bake. <laughs> But I can. I just did yesterday. Yes, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. Was it tasty? Yes, it uh, was. I forgot to post that picture of the done thing, but I will. And then we talk about the um, female-fronted band, metal, whatever, however you want to call it, community. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. So this is Pia. Steffi. And Kiki, your host on the Metal and High Heels podcast. Thank you for joining us for the 10th episode. Yes, we are right back from the female metal event from Eindhoven. Yeah, and as always, we had a great time at the festival. This year, it was just a very, very long weekend. <laughs> a really long weekend. <laughs> with, with not a lot of sleep. <laughs> no, we didn't sleep much. <laughs> I think on Saturday we went to bed at six in the morning. Yeah, and really I woke late. up at nine. <laughs> yes, it was. And I, um, I just finished editing all our interviews. And the later the evening became, <laughs> the funnier the interviews are. <laughs> But I have to say, um, even when we are in a special mood, <laughs> we're really good at what we're doing. Hell yeah. <laughs> We've been doing it for yeah. quite some time too. Yes. <laughs> Our persona interview is so funny. Um, and even though it's 30 minutes long, it really was fun watching it again. That was a long one, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I hope my camera woman skills have gotten better. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um, I think Steffi had the camera when we had the interview with Anthony <laughs> and she was filming everything but not him. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so during the interview I take the camera away from her and then I am filming. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> and Jeffy jumps into the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Video bombing. Oh my gosh, really? I really can't remember it. <laughs> I'm not wondering that you can't remember it. <laughs> Work hard, party hard, right? <laughs> so yes, prepare yourselves out there for a bunch of really funny, curious, crazy interviews <laughs> from us. <laughs> yeah, as always, we had a lot of fun doing those interviews. And... Um, Yeah, you can find show notes mm -hmm. with links and comments to everything we mentioned during the show at metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast and the number 10. Um, yeah, also tweet at us with the hashtag mhpodcast10 and uh, you can find us at Metal High Heels on Twitter, of course. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel to be the first to watch all these interviews we're talking about. We had um, several interviews and they were so much fun. You have to watch them. Mm -hmm. I can spoiler a little bit. We had interviews with Avarium and then she came 
Beyond God. No, Beyond God was before, but it yeah. fits because they played at Female Metal Event. Mm -hmm. Circle Unbroken. Dream Ocean. That was a really funny interview because you you crashed into their signing session. Yeah, we had to crash their <laughs> signing session because they didn't have any other time slot to do it. <laughs> yes, and they're from Turkey, or at least the, the singer and the guitar player, I think. Yeah, as far as I uh, understood, uh, they were based in Turkey. The band was formed in Turkey. Mm -hmm. And when the singer got a place, uh, got a spot to study in Cologne, they all relocated to Cologne or found some new band members in Cologne to start <laughs> up again. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, you know, very international. Then we had Out of Edge of Paradise, which was also really funny to watch. And Phantom Elite, that was a really honest and a really personal interview. Yeah, we caught up with Marina and Sander and um, we talked about uh, burnouts and how to avoid having one, how to take care of yourself. And if you're listening uh, to, this, to this podcast episode on the release day, today on October 10th, it's International Mental Health Day. So you can go back to uh, re-listen to our first podcast episode with Cassandra Novell. We talked about mental health and depression and um, yeah, it's a very cool, cool listen. So go back to yep. our first episode of the Metal and High Heels podcast for that one. But today we wanted to talk about um, the community. I named it the community of supporters of the women in metal because, uh, I don't know, that's what it is and that's how I, uh, the only way I could express it. Um, there are people calling it the family with the FEM, um, female metal event acronym, uh, worked into it and I hate that wordplay, but <laughs> it's a very cool community. So um, we wanted to talk about all these people who support the women in metal uh, through these festivals and reunite uh, at these festivals or we used to reunite uh, once a year at uh, Metal Female Voices Fest and are now trying to keep that tradition up uh, with Female Metal Event in Eindhoven which is different because it, all, it not only gives a stage to uh, female-fronted metal bands but also to any metal band with um, female members and um and also the the surroundings are different because at metal female voices fest there was this backstage the vip area where the community met yeah and now uh, the female metal event is all over the city so there is no spot for all the people to meet that's true we used to do that um at the hotel <laughs> our own after party But this year uh, we didn't much. <laughs> no, only on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we were only there once. Very few people. Yeah, that's mm. true. Because also because of all these other after parties, right? That they're um, the organized after parties at the Jack, and that was also a very good party. That's why it went <laughs> so late, I think. <laughs> <laughs> But we at least uh, still had time to catch up and also meet new people like uh, Anthony, who you, who you already mentioned. But yes, the thing true. I want to know uh, about this time is, um, Steffi, how did you like it? Because it was the first time that you went there with us. And um, how did you see I it? it? Of course. <laughs> of course yeah. you were there. No, um, did you feel welcome or included in the community? Well, um, how did I like it? 
That was so uh, nice of her to say that she enjoyed it because we were there. <laughs> True. Kiki <laughs> just didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, but I am so heartwarmed. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, it, it felt a little bit different for me because it was an indoor festival and different locations. That felt a little bit um, strange. I, I missed the the real, or not not the real, but uh, the common festival character. Mm -hmm. You are outside and you just have one, two, three spots, stages where you can go and see who's playing. And that was just more like, um, yeah, well, okay, maybe we can go now into this room and just see who's there, who's playing. And um, it was, ah, it's, it's a little bit hard to describe. The noise wasn't all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's helpful somehow. And yeah, um, also that you um, had to go to three different locations yeah. you didn't know before. Then you also have a little bit to explore it. Of course, uh, on, on Sunday we always met people we knew we saw before. Uh, that was fine because uh, yeah, it's uh, the feeling to um, yeah meet some of a family was very very fast. That um, yeah, I got it very fast that feeling. Yeah, always, yeah, yeah, always the same face. What? Yeah, so you did feel included and um, welcomed in this community. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They were always very, very friendly. I think also because you were there, because uh, yeah, you, they knew before. And mm -hmm. now I'm just the third person and yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, that's our third part now. And <laughs> I think that was also a point why it was very easy to get into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, they were always very, very friendly and very, yeah, warm-hearted. And yeah, yeah, feel, feel welcome. Uh, nice to meet you here. And yeah, <laughs> that was good. It was not just like, a, who are you? <laughs> I'm not interested in you. That was not. <laughs> And yeah, it it was a very very kind and open-minded feeling of the people. I think. Of course, I felt so super famous when a guy came up to me and said, "You are Madeleine High Heels. I know you from Facebook. I love what you're doing." So, dude, thank you. <laughs> Come yeah. to me whenever you see me and say this to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do that and I think again. it happened um, once or twice more. So there were. People I never saw before who said, oh, you are from Metal and High Heels. Yeah, that happened uh, quite a few times more than the last years. That's true. And um, we always celebrate that because it's so good to know that people are actually reading our stuff <laughs> or listening to us. <laughs> but to go back to talking about the community, um, I've been thinking about that these past few days thinking about how I felt welcome from the beginning. Remember, Pia, when we went to Metal Female Voices Fest for the first time? It was so cold and we slept in our fucking car. It was awful, <laughs> yeah. And then remember when we went to the uh, to shower and the showers were also cold. <laughs> and then we went out to the cold. We went to hear yeah, you, you turned on the water before me and you were like, God! Cold. I, I was like, it no, was I don't awful. want to shower anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really awful. 
but uh, we we met at the at the VIP space, as you were saying. We met uh, a lot of mm-hmm. people, and they were already super friendly to us. We were like the new guys, but they were very very welcoming and very friendly to us. And then I was remembering uh, the second year then that we went there. I drove from Germany with uh, Lisa Middelhofer. And um, I remember quite clearly coming into the hotel and Mm -hmm. a lot of people were already there. And uh, because they knew Lisa, everybody said hi to her. But because I came with her, everybody said hi to me by extension. And I will never forget uh, the hug, the amazing hug that Bob gave me. Shout out to Bob. We haven't seen you in a couple of years and we miss you. And I felt so welcome in the, at that moment with this amazing hug. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's actually quite a special community that we have here. And uh, it is really nice to see them every year and um, to listen yep. to their stories and know how they're doing. And every year when I think about Female Mercy event or these festivals at all, I look which bands are playing and then I think "Hmm, I saw them so many times do I really have to go? (laughs) So a week before I get a a female metal event depression and I think why should I go there? But when I'm there and I see all these people I know why I go there. (laughs) So I will do it every year and maybe I will get this depression every year Mm -hmm. unless there is a band playing that I really want to see but I don't think that that will ever happen. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, actually the other thing. This year, the lineup of female metal event wasn't that great. I mean, there was this one day, Saturday, where a lot of very cool bands played, and but that was it. That was the best day. So, yep. I think it was just a little bit, yeah, the smaller bands, and it felt for me like um, it's a supporter festival to, yeah. yeah, to support small bands, young bands. Which is good. Not so famous at all, uh, but yeah, to to give them a platform, yes, of course. I think so, and yeah, and just to push them a little bit, try to push them. And that's a good so, thing yeah, actually, because we like, need these festivals to also give slots to newcomer bands, so that uh, there is more metal to come in the future. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other side. Yeah, but of course, those bands don't attract that many people. So that might be why they had trouble selling many tickets. And also the other thing was, it was a day too long. It started with a pre-party, but there were already bands playing Mm -hmm. there. And it was at the Dynamo, so it wasn't at a different location. Yeah, it wasn't like a smaller location for a pre-party. It it was another festival day. So it was four full days of festival, uh, quite expensive also. Mm -hmm. I think it was almost as expensive as Wacken. Yes, it was. So that might kind of be the wrong concept. It was definitely a day too long. And there were people, of course, saying that they actually wanted to come, but it was too expensive for the lineup. And they will also be rethinking if they go to the festival next year, which is kind of sad because we're already missing so many people who we used to see all these past years. I think the problem was that there were two really, really big headliners with Mayan and Delane. And Mayan contains of so many mm-hmm. people of who I think that they are that you have to pay money to get them there. Mm-hmm. So two really expensive headliners. And so there wasn't that much money for 
other bands? Let's call them middle-sized bands. I don't know bands <laughs> that people might know um, that already have a name but are not yeah. the big players in the scene. And there were, I think there were only very, very few bands like this, like And Then She Came. True. Yeah. They are known because of Crypteria, but they are not a big name. Mm. Um, and there should be more bands like this. Yeah. And I think there wasn't money anymore because Delane and Mayan were so expensive. Yeah, and also uh, bands like Edge of Paradise from LA, all the way from LA. And I don't think that they were touring Europe and then said, okay, then we can stop by Eindhoven. I think they were flown to uh, the Netherlands just for this, right? I think so. I think they they went to Amsterdam the other day and then they flew back. Yeah, yeah and but they Amsterdam just arrived. was also a holiday. It was just more a fun trip. I sure. think they didn't play, yes. Um, and I think Persona from Tunisia, they had a gig in Paris the mm -hmm. other day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But then they also flew back to Tunisia, so no tour at all. <laughs> yeah, damn. Well, um, that might have been a good deal if they started their tour at Femme. But for Edge of Paradise, just to come here for Femme, that might have been expensive. Yes. <laughs> it must have been expensive, yeah. So, um, and I mean, for Edge of Paradise, which are really cool people, but I don't think that they have uh, such a big following here in Europe that they would attract uh, so many people so that it would be worth it to get them here only for that festival date. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes, as you were saying, we needed a lot more middle-sized bands um, that would also pull a lot of people, get them to buy the tickets, to go to the festival. And so the festival could go on <laughs> for a lot, a lot more years to come. Because that's actually what the festival needs, right? Ticket mm -hmm. sales, pre-sales, especially. That's another... Um Another story or another, I don't know how to say it. Uh, many people said that female metal event killed Metal Female Voices Fest. And I don't think mm. that's true. Because um, when, you, when you look at the history of Metal Female Voices Fest and you follow Val on Facebook or Instagram or something, mm -hmm. then you see that she's interested or she's more interested in art and in Japan now. So maybe she would have continued with Metal Female Voices Fest if there wasn't a female metal event. That might be. Yeah. But I think that she's happy that she can focus on other things now. Isn't she actually living in Japan now full time? I don't think so. I think she travels or she goes there a lot. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure about that. I would need to check on her Facebook or <laughs> ask her or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, I think that uh, Metal Female Voices Fest was already dying yep. when Female Metal Event uh, picked up. And, and also Ton told us that they, I wouldn't say they are friends, but they talk to each other. There's no bad blood between they're them. They're in good terms. Yeah, that's true. Which is good, of course. So I don't think that the Female Metal Event killed the Metal Female Voices Fest. It's just, or it's, it's better to see it as a follow-up event because the other festival Might just have doesn't anyway. exist anymore. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And um, also the, the post um, that, they, that they posted when they quit or they put the festival on hold, mm -hmm. they say uh, they were unable <coughs> to find sponsors for the festival and it really was a struggle to pay for the whole thing. 
because yeah. there wasn't a company who supported them or not a big company. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems to me like it's different in the Netherlands because uh, the female metal event just took part in this Eindhoven Kulturpreis challenge. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they have the better conditions for such a festival and to keep it um, for many, many years. Yeah, probably. That would be cool. Yes. Because, as I was saying, we need this uh, more of these festivals and not less. We've already lost one. And we needed to meet every year, as I said, to meet the family every year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it might have been a little bit like the timing was bad because not every not everyone, not every fan from overseas can come twice in two months, fly from the US uh, over here, for example. Wait, <laughs> I'm just thinking about our interview with Anthony when he said... I was here yeah. at the Iran show, then I flew back home to <laughs> the States for work, and then I came back here. <laughs> yeah. But I think he is special. <laughs> yeah, he's an exception. There are not many people, as I was saying, that can afford to come two times in the autumn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, to see two festivals and then uh, go back home. So, um, yeah, that might have been also a problem. But it was definitely not mm-hmm. why... Um, Metal Female Voices Fest died. That is true. Um, I think that the Dames of Darkness was um, was a good was also good timing because I think it was in May. Yeah. And it was in London or near London. At least it mm-hmm. was in Great Britain. Yeah. And there are many people coming from Great Britain to Europe for Metal Female Voices Fest or Female Metal Event, yeah. so um, that people can go the other way over the Great. Or over the small ocean. (laughs) Yeah, and that's also why it's very sad that Dames of Darkness uh, isn't happening anymore either. So we lost two. We have lost two, not only one of these festivals with women in metal. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at least it's not coming back, right? No, and I don't think that it'll return ever. I also don't think that we will have another Metal Female Voices Fest ever again. But That's true, I don't think so either. But that's why we need mm. another festival um, in the spring. That would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it is Sunday today, so that is the word for Sunday, I would say. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's international, but in Germany we have the word for Sunday and, the, and Angela Merkel says something very intelligent and... So this was our word for Sunday. Yeah, very intelligent, of course. Yeah. Very wise words. <coughs> Sorry. But what is this again? I lived here for 10 years and I don't know about this. <laughs> what is this? Every Saturday, very late in the night, Angela Merkel is on your TV screen. Oh, I don't know. And tells TV. you what to do. <laughs> that You're might be why. in your life. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. that's it for today, I think. Yeah. See you guys. Not so fast, though. <laughs> if you're listening for the first time, subscribe to the Metal and High Heels podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on TuneIn, Acast, and Podbean. A new episode comes out twice a month on Tuesdays, and you can find show notes for every episode at metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. Mm-hmm. And stay tuned. And we have a guest for our next episode. We have a guest? That's cool. I didn't know about that. 
<laughs> I have a surprise for you, so I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> All right, a surprise guest on the next episode of the Metal and High Heels podcast. <laughs> so don't forget to uh, subscribe and follow us everywhere, of course. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for the interviews. Don't forget about that. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And I think you already mentioned where we yes. are <laughs> <laughs> yeah at metal high heels or metal and high heels of course and if you're listening uh, right now and want to comment on the beautiful subject of this wonderful community we'd have going on uh, tweet at us with the hashtag mhpodcast10 and our jingle is from Mercy Isle mm -hmm. based on their song Storm I think from yes. their from the, the, the EP that's also called Storm Yes, check out the band. Support them, they're great people. They are great people indeed. And they will be playing in the Netherlands this, this weekend already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're listening to this on time, check out those dates. Mercy Isle will be in the Netherlands. And we will listen to you or you will listen to us next time. See you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.